So up next we have Professor Mary Skoll. She's a climate change expert. Good evening, Professor. Good evening and to your listeners. Thank you so much and thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. So, you know, we've, um, we're hearing about the climate crisis and how it is really affecting our weather. I mean, it's a climate crisis, it's affecting the climate, but it's affecting our weather directly. We've got floods, we've got tornadoes, we've seen it happening in Mozambique, and now it's happening in Durban. Well, I'm really pleased you do call it a crisis because people do need to understand that it's now urgent. I think we've all seen it change over time and it's creeping up on us just like old age. But uh, this seems to creep on us much more quickly. And uh, especially in the last three to four weeks, I think South Africans are now awake to the very big changes that we are having in the climate. Mm-hmm. You see, and, and I also saw, I noticed an article recently about um, Dominica, which is, I think, an island uh, country planning to become a climate resilient country after it suffered massive losses in 2017 uh, with storms, unexpected storms uh, of a size and a devastation that they never before experienced. And then dealing with that aftermath to the tune of 14 billion rand. Um, so what do we do if we want to become more climate resilient as a country? Because, I mean, at the moment, we're also dealing with the drought. We're dealing with the water crisis. How do we kind of position ourselves? What do we do as as a country and as citizens? Well, I think it's really interesting in that we do live in the most beautiful country. And unfortunately, people that live on small islands like Dominica and others They have very little that they can do because they are eventually going to become flooded. But until that happens, they can at least improve their quality of life. Whereas in South Africa, we're very blessed with uh, having both a cold and a warm current on either side of us. But in addition to that, we've got quite steep coastlines. So we don't have to contend with massive areas of coastal flooding like other parts of the world. But our interior in South Africa does suffer from very extreme changes in climate, especially areas, for example, in the Northern Cape and parts of the Western Cape that are going to become significantly drier and much hotter, and perhaps down towards Naputuland and northern areas of Natal are perhaps going to be more flooded. So we have to be prepared for that in the next 20 to 50 years, not the next 200 years. And how do we do that? I mean, um, you know, is water something you can stockpile? You know, it's quite hard to stockpile water unless you decide to build dams. But uh, building dams is is a very expensive thing and not necessarily supplies water to everyone who needs it. Mm And there's only one big river in South Africa left that is dammable. So, and even that one is not necessarily going to give us sufficient water. Mm-hmm. So we use this word resilient quite sort of as a throwaway word, and we need to be quite careful about what it means. Resilient means to sort of bounce back to where we were. And I like to think about that a little bit differently because I I think South Africans are amazingly persistent people, regardless of which walks of life they come from. We really do persist, and as the old saying is, 
But actually, resilience means to try and land up in a better place than where you currently are. So if you're kind of poor and stuck in poverty now, you don't want to be persistent and mm. you know resilient to those sets of conditions. You would mm. like to kind of step out of those. And I think those are the things we need to, to look towards into the future. And we need to be aware of the knowledge that we do have in South Africa because we do have good people and various good government departments who are making policies and plans to make sure that we do move forward. So you and where do we interface with um, government, civil society and ordinary man and woman in the street? So I think what we need to do is our critical things moving forward into the future are going to be water, food and energy. Maybe not necessarily in that order, but those are the three critical areas that South Africans do need to be aware of. And unfortunately, South Africans tend to be quite wasteful in all of those areas. So to become resilient also means to take note of of what you're doing, why you're doing it, and see if you can do something better. And um, I think Cape Town learned a lot from the water crisis a few years ago. And I think it has taught the rest of South Africa. But even two or three weeks ago in Johannesburg, when we knew that we were going to go into water restrictions, people were still quite happily filling their swimming pools and watering their gardens. And it is going to be time when people say, look, we can predict the water water crisis, the weather patterns quite accurately. So let's make sure that every household actually appreciates that knowledge and applies it. Professor Scholes, thank you so much. I think I must just tag on to that last uh, point that you made about waste. I think we generally are actually quite wasteful and maybe not in a kind of we don't care way, although some people would say some people would say that, but I think it's more in a kind of we just don't pay attention and then we end up with with a lot of waste. But thank you so much for taking the time and, and for sharing those insights with us because we need to be more aware as a country so that we can all kind of take steps to mitigate some of of what is happening. Thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you very much.